Morning, babe. Morning, babe. Uh, <laughs> in our cups this morning is Death Wish. That's all that's in there. Oh, okay. Uh, little tiny bit of murder. Uh, the red, red velvet. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, what is that called? Is that serial killer? No, that's the vanilla. Oh. It's uh, blood bath. Blood bath. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of blood bath in there because uh, what happened was... What had happened on the, was... On the first pot, the I, I had the beans grinding while I was filling water and stuff. Mm-hmm. And right at the end of the grind, it ran out. Uh, he didn't realize that there were not enough beans in the grinder. Had a panic it. moment. And I was like, ah, oh. uh, Sugar so I had, yeah, so I had to top it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. No big deal. But but the the bloodbath when I ordered it, it came ground, pre ground because mm-hmm. I ordered the wrong thing. Ordered the wrong yeah. Screwed to pooch. I did. So we have that. But anyway, I'm like, ah, oh, I'll just dump some of that in there. Top it off. So there's a hint of murder, murder. coffee company in here. <laughs> I like yeah. a little hint of murder. A little hint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I uh I'm going to sound a little rough, more rough today than normal because of our late nights we've had the last couple of nights. So I apologize in advance for clearing my throat probably more than normal. I'm turning this up. You're going to hear that. But it's just, we're too quiet. We're just too quiet. That should be better. The static's not going to come over. It it might. You might hear that. But it is what it is. It's just going to be what it's going to be so uh so there you go <laughs> there it is a little bit of white noise mm. we've been burning the candle at both ends uh yeah this weekend right started friday yeah well belated we, birthday celebration a, my birthday was thursday so it was during the week so we, happy birthday thanks <laughs> you know march baby um you know it's weird it's a, a, a huge a huge amount of my friends are Pisces. Super weird. But anyways, happy birthday to all my Pisces people. Happy birthday. Um, I guess it's true that we we tend to migrate like fish to one another in the real world, I guess. I don't know. There's something about that, I'm sure. But yeah, Thursday, it was, you know, a work day. So we didn't want to get too turned up or anything on the on a weekday, plus Thursdays are my dedicated homework days, so I pretty yeah. much all I did was homework and get it all done, so I didn't have to do it this weekend, so we could cut loose on Friday night and celebrate the big birthday and just, you know, do some karaoke, like we do whenever we want to celebrate, and uh, when we did, when we stayed up was, super late, you yeah. said, well, we're not going to be up until 2 a.m. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's discuss that, right? <laughs> So yeah. someone here in the neighborhood behind us mm-hmm. has, uh, they have ragers pretty regularly, like throughout the throughout week. Throughout the week, yeah. Where it's, you just hear the... Monday mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, mm-hmm. Wednesday mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Yeah. And we've... Uh, and it's not our neighbor. It's coming no, it's from like somebody else in yeah. our neighborhood, but... Yeah, back behind the house somewhere, mm-hmm. but the... Uh, I mean, you get you kind of just get used to the when they first started happening. Yeah, it, it drove you nuts. Yeah, I was sure, ready to go. Yeah, hunt somebody knock down. Some heads. Yeah. yeah, and we were like, uh, yeah, when we were getting ready to do our karaoke, uh, hang out in the karaoke cafe here. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, that's the comment I made was 
it, it's like I went outside when I had the music playing just to, just to hear how loud it was. Yeah. And it's funny because the new LEDs we have up and stuff with the, with the disco lighting. Yeah. I go outside in the alleyway, and you could hear it. Yeah. And you could see the the glow, the the flashing because of the the window covering we have. Mm-hmm. It it blocks everything, but it's like a light. It's a lampshade basically. Right. Right. So uh, it was it was pretty funny, but and then I came in and I was like, ah, yeah, you can hear it really good, but it's not like we're going to be up till two a.m. <laughs> and as it turns out. And that's exactly we, when we, we wrapped yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. It was just before two. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, my my the dopes getting after it. The dopes and I, as we've been working on these uh, long distance cover collaborations, recording, have been discussing soundproofing. Mm, yeah. So, like they they're all have families and stuff, and so they have s- certain needs that yeah. they they need to consider. <laughs> Or certain requirements, so mm-hmm. they're they're looking into building uh, like vocal booths or sound booths mm-hmm. that that they can utilize. And and I'm like, oh, I got I just got this office set up where we do our podcasts and everything's ready to go. I just walk in and hit record, and I'm good. And yeah. it's super simple. But I realized Friday night, I probably um, not that I give a shit. But I kind of, I do, I'm yeah. kind of considerate of the people around me because right. I know I bothered us right. here in the, the mm, 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 right. you know, so uh, I thought, well, maybe I should look into at least covering that wall. Yeah, the window to, and the wall. Yeah, the window yeah. to the, and the walls. walls. Yeah. yeah. So uh, probably, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything crazy with it. Maybe just get like a heavy duty shipping blanket or something just to hang mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just as a, a dampener, right? You know? Um, not a big deal, but but anyway, so yeah, so we did birthday karaoke and birthday karaoke's and uh, tried out some new songs. Kind of did a karaoke roulette, roulette, which was super fun. I thought, but um, it was, yeah, yeah. My my nodes are still recovering and blew them out a couple of times. Yeah, but they're. But they're better than they have. Been. Oh yeah, because, uh, I don't even know that we've ever talked about that. My node situation. Yeah. From what well, that was the, the end of 2019, I think, is whenever that happened, or maybe it was in 2019. It was. It, uh, it was. It was before that. It was. Uh, I mean, it happened when we were in PA. Yeah. During that snow. There was snow. Um, yeah. Well, was, I don't know, but either way, I had uh, developed calluses on my vocal cords and I even had to go to the ear nose and throat specialist and they had to scope my throat which if anybody's ever had that done it is terrible and I'm sorry but if you haven't what they do is they numb they have you do like a nose spray and it numbs your canal and then they have this teeny tiny little camera (laughs) that they Filter up your nose and down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the weirdest sensation. And I mean, it's pretty cool if you just think about it. But oh, man, it was not comfortable. I, mean, I didn't really feel anything, but I knew something was happening. And, you know, yeah. I had to breathe out of my mouth and my eyes were just watering the whole time. And yeah, so I was on strict orders to not speak for like a couple of months. He said, you know, for at least a month, 
don't talk, and if you have to talk, has to be at a um, real low a, a, volume. A, a low volume, and not whisper because whispering would make it worse. And no screaming, no singing. And I'm like, what? Just an easy. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Uh, just a normal voice Relaxed tone. Yeah, voice. Yeah. And so that was what I was coaching, and that was just pretty much impossible. So that was very, very, very hard. And so I yeah, just drank mm-hmm. a lot of water, and you know, I don't know. But then the pandemic hit, and everything got shut down, and that kind of helped me recover. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, operating in a noisy, big environment. Mm-hmm. Got to just chill out, relax. And yeah, yeah. So that was kind of... That was the blessing in the skies. Blessing in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. March. I was doing some quick math about you bragging on your Pisces people. Oh, yes. And, and it, if my calculations are correct, it would mean that you would have been conceived in the summertime, mm-hmm. like June. Yeah, well, that's my parents' like, anniversary. Yeah, like... It Ge- makes sense. Like Gemini. The, once a year. So... Yeah, so they were, so they were celebrating when you were the birth born. of Gemini's. Yeah, when you were born. Yeah, is when I was conceived, makes, basically. Yeah, makes makes sense. Perfect sense. Yeah, makes all the sense. Yeah, <laughs> celebrating the birth of yeah me. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically what it was. Have, yeah, and then you're right. Uh, you, this is your present. Is the me. World. You're welcome. The world Happy has birthday, a, babe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I could yeah. be born for you. I don't know what I did to deserve <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. it's a well, March is also Women's History. Women's we History, mentioned, yes. I think we mentioned that last. Well, yeah, but it wasn't officially March yet. So mm-hmm. it's officially March. So cheers to the women. Cheers to the making ladies. Making history and just for being women. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the pioneers. Uh, we watched mm-hmm. one last night, mm-hmm. as a matter of mm-hmm. fact. The, they've, Let me tell you. They've created a new term. The quote, mm-hmm. greatest woman of yeah. all time. Yeah. And Amanda, Amanda Nunes. Nunes. Oh. Yeah. UFC Amanda Nunes. She's a champ champ. She's the only double champ mm-hmm. to have defended both titles. She She's actively defending both titles. Yeah. She's the only one to do it. 135 and 145, right? Correct. Yeah. So uh, she's in a different league. And, you know, we were... And I, I'm sure we've talked about this before when we watched her fight, but, and I hate to say this because it's, I mean, she's a chick and she fights like a chick because she's a chick, but her movement, if you analyze a, a female fighter's movement and a man, a male fighter's movement, Amanda moves like a male fighter. She doesn't move like a female fighter. She's and aggressive. She's, she's super aggressive. Yeah. aggressive and, and just good. Like She's, yes. Yeah, so. I, I, I said last night, um, so I, she's she's already, the, she's held, she's had the most title defenses for a, women, a woman champ in, in the UFC history. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just breaking all kind, or setting, creating all mm-hmm. kind of records for women's MMA. Mm-hmm. And, I said last night. She seemed night, to be a pretty cool chick, too. She's, yeah, they're definitely yeah. down to earth. Yeah. Uh, but I said last night that I'm, I would, I'm predicting that if there ever, it, uh, in this day and age, it, it, it's, we're getting closer and closer. If, if there's an MMA fight between a man and a woman, yeah. 
she's going to be the woman. Absolutely. And she'll win. Yeah. yeah she will win. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, when I, I she feel like that hit, might be I mean, something she put. Megan, she's already. Megan's no joke either. And she's, you know, she's. Amanda got hit. I read this morning. She got hit twice. I didn't even see her get hit, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, Megan is what? Six foot. She's a tall Amazon chick. Long, just long her limbs. limbs if, yeah, like yeah. if you, if anybody, I mean, if you just look at their, their um, body types and their reach and all of that, you would think, well, Megan's for sure got her. She's gonna get her. You know, they're how are you gonna fight some giant Amazon? Well, <laughs> with power, that's how you fight. Like she, all of it, power. It speed, was a minute, precision. right? It, it, it was, was over in a minute. It was, yeah, it was fast. It was fast. First round, yeah. within it was definitely under a minute and a half. I feel like it was right at a minute. Yeah, it was fast. She does. She it's a quick night for her. She clocked her kind of like in the neck, like a chin neck, and then she got her right in the button, pretty much. And Megan's eyes just went wide open and cross-eyed. She got like, yeah, deer, it, deer it, on ice. It was she was out. She Those was out. Legs, that, yeah, her like, legs couldn't yeah. hold her up, and yeah, there Amanda a, smelled. The wires blood got crossed, and yeah. went after it, and then got her in a triangle arm bar. Yeah, finished her off. Had it made her tap. Reverse triangle arm bar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was I mean, it was I, impressive. When I saw the replay on that, I'm like, man, it looked. I think she might have snapped her arm. Like it looked like she she dislocated her elbow or something. Yeah. I don't know. And, well, pretty, and I think it might have looked. Because Megan's arms are so long, yeah. like those limbs are so long, and you know it well, might have made it look a lot. Yeah, it might may, I mean, might have made it look even, you know, more intense because of yeah. that. You know, but um, it, was good, it was good. It was a good night. A good night of fights. Pretty pretty solid card. Um, the opener to the pay per view was pretty boring. Oh God, I don't pretty, want to talk about fight. it. It was um, bad. But Adesanya. Adesanya versus John, Polish power. Yeah, was that they was del- fun. Yeah, was they a delivered fun a good fight. Um, it was like watching a chess match. Mm-hmm. I, I said, "Well, this is," you know, I was on the edge of my seat because I was I yeah. was involved in the skill, the technique. Yeah, and that was a really good. The points. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good fight for like there was it was uh, yeah like you said it was a good solid chess match. It was mm-hmm. it was action. It wasn't boring at all. Right. No, no, no. And was, they were just too mm-hmm. uh, pretty even. Pretty even guys, mm-hmm. you know. Jan had the size and the power, and mm-hmm. and Adesanya had the speed and the the technique, mm-hmm. and it was just it was interesting to the to judges. Watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now the co-main, uh, Piotr Jan. Well, the co-main was Amanda, wasn't it? Or I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Uh, the first title fight. There were three title fights. The first one of the night. Right. Was Piotr Jan versus versus uh, Aljamain Sterling, mm-hmm. and my word, it's the first time ever that a title changed hands due mm-hmm. to a disqualification. Yeah, and there yeah. was no way. I mean, people are like, "Oh, he's, he shouldn't he shouldn't take that belt," and great acting. The award, the mm-hmm. Golden Globe, goes to yeah. Aljamain for. Who, who listen? Are there other fighters saying yes, this? Yes. What? Yes. And there's no. I mean, no. like even DC said. I was gonna say uh, on the broadcast, he's yeah. like, not a single person should be saying 
that mm-hmm. Aljo should not take this belt. He he gets it. This Absolutely. is what that's what happened. Like it was a blatant foul, yes. intentional, intentional. Like when the, knee when the to ref the says, when the when ref he's says on the ground, hey, he's downed. Yeah, to, you could hear. I heard it. I heard yeah. it sitting on my couch. I heard the ref tell him, "You have a downed opponent," and he looks over at his his corner, corner and someone in the corner yells, "Hit him!" Mm-hmm. and he. Blasted him with, with a, a knee, knee. Mm-hmm. square like right like, in the man, temple, like, forehead, eyeball area. Yeah, and like it was a bad, bad, vicious knee that, like, I mean, there was instant bruising. Yeah, like that was no like, you know, oh, you should have got up. There was no getting up from that. I mean, no, he was. There's no way he fights after that. No, and like we had said last night, you know, he, could he have gotten up? Yeah, probably. He probably could have gotten up, but he had the... the he was concussed, yeah. He was concussed. And just like he said, like, at, at the end of the day, like, he had to evaluate where he was at. Like, the fighter in him, sure, wants to get up, and he probably could have got up and finished the fight. He would have lost yeah. because he was not aware of what was going on. He was already concussed. I'm sure he had vision issues. Like, he would have just continued to take a beating, and that's not smart. Like, why Why do that? Why do that to yourself, you know, for yeah. any kind of potential long-term injury? He was, you he know, was not coming out of that any good. The fact that he had to, you know, lay back down and take a few it's minutes. Just more, just, he's, it's just more damage. Like, he was yeah, just opening himself up yeah. to, like, even he was shortening a, his career He was even being more. smart and evaluating and assessing his body at that moment. Well, he and really wasn't. He was just answering the questions. And yeah. The, and the ref well, and the doctor waved it off. Yes. Yes. Which is what they're supposed to do. Yes. And you need to... Yes. You need to not hide it. I mean, I feel like they could have waved it off a little quicker. So, well, you, you know, the you fact gotta, that you got to ask your fighter, do you want to continue? I don't well, know. they didn't I mean, ask him. They didn't ask him. They were asking him questions like... Uh, can you see okay? Are mm-hmm. you dizzy? Mm-hmm. Um, like the physician was asking him doctor questions. And his response is like, the, I remember the one response that the doctor said, are you dizzy? And he said, I'm okay when I'm laying down. Right. Right. But. <laughs> when I set up. Yeah. 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 Like they did help him up. And yeah. Yeah. Like it was, the yeah. dude wasn't. Yeah. He was out. He was yeah. out. Of it. Well, and regardless, it was an intentional <laughs> It's a foul. I mean, foul, and it and then it was the a DQ. To, yeah, like to not go on. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, regardless, yeah. if he felt good or not, like it, like DC said, that was an intentional foul. It's done. The yeah. fight's done. They need to you give need, him the belt, and you know, you need people watching out. Sure, it's not how you want to win the belt. Sure. But that's the name of the game. You also want to go and, home well, and have a healthy life. How too. are you going to be at that caliber of a fighter? Because uh, Jan had, had he was the champ, and you're he, going to throw an, an a foul. You're going to throw a knee. You know what the rules of engagement are. He like listen. He even if you he, got bad advice from your corner, this is you on the line. Sure, but I mean you're looking for because he can't. Uh, in, I'm not trying to defend his action, but. When you when he was over top, he's standing over top, and Aljo is down, mm-hmm. and so all he could do is look to his corner because he can't tell. Like maybe maybe Aljo's knees weren't down. Maybe he was just in a weird position, you know. And and if the guy's like 
maybe he's just crouched, right? And if you could get a shot and then you get the shot, mm -hmm. you know? So you're looking for perspective from your coach who's supposed to tell you the right thing. Well, and he had two different things going on, you know, somebody listen to the audio, watch the video yeah, replay. Yeah. And one of his corner guys said to hit him, but like with a, with his fist, punch him, punch, punch him, him, punch him. And the other one, I guess in Russian had said to hit him and yeah, he, you know, need him and the one guy was like yes i mean he clearly was like a, yeah. yes and then he realized and the other one was like oh no what did you just do yeah. and it was complete opposite reactions from his two corner guys yeah. like they were not even on the same page yeah well it was interesting too uh dc dc said uh khabib was sitting close to the to mm -hmm. the corner they're russians the right yon's team and stuff and they were yelling stuff in Russian. Russian mm -hmm. And DC, uh, I guess Khabib went over to DC yeah. and said, hey, they told him to throw that strike. Yeah. His corner told him to throw that strike. So he over, so Khabib ratted him out. Right, right. <laughs> to, but to, to, the, to the announcers, you know what I mean? Right, right. But also, I mean, I mean, let's, if you're, I mean, that's kind of the point of a fighter and a coaching tan, your corner, like is... You're supposed to be getting instruct instructed while you're in there. You're you're getting cues, and you know it's not just in between rounds. They're yelling stuff throughout the whole round. Right. You know, letting you know what what you need to do or what they're what they're seeing yeah. that you might be missing. Yeah. So you know, a good the the fact that he threw that knee just shows you how he was how, listening. How yeah. in tune yeah. he is with his yeah, corner, yeah, which yeah. I mean, that's a. But, you know, mm -hmm. the positive and the negative here. Sure. Is, and, and he, you know, he went to the Twitter and apologized and said that, you know, he didn't. Well, and that's why, that's why he was the champ, you know. Mm -hmm. He's, he's, he's got a solid team and he's, uh, right. You know, he listens to him and they, and they work well together. Right. That's, that's that. But having yeah. a solid team. Uh, well, who was the fight of the night? Oh, uh, I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't see. I mean, I mean, my knee-jerk reaction would be Amanda, even though it was only a minute. Well, she she probably got performance of the night. Uh, so yeah, they do yeah, like yeah, yeah. a couple performance of the night, yeah. and they'll do a fight of the night. I would yeah. I would think maybe the main event was a fight of the night. I mean, that was a good fight. Um, it, it, there was there were some fun ones earlier. With, jeez, uh, that that uh, car car France guy that was getting grappled to death and then ended up winning by the, that crazy knockout, you remember? Where he did a walk-off knockout and Herb ran up behind him. Oh, yeah. And But Herb never threw his hand up right. to wave it off. Right, right, right. And so dude was celebrating and then realized that Herb was just standing over him, but he didn't he didn't have his hand up waving it off mm -hmm. officially. But he pulled him off, though. Well, he didn't, no. Dude, Herb grabbed him and pulled Herb him. Herb was going over to the downed guy. While Car France was running, and Herb put his hands on him from behind him, yeah, which is usually like you know a sign like hey yeah I get like a, a ref usually doesn't put his hands on a yeah, fighter no, until, that's, right that's done at that point. So the guy's already in mid celebration when Herb did that. Herb went over and was standing over and and it was it, to me it seemed like Herb's like yeah this is over, but he didn't he slipped up by not making he's the official Herb Dean slipped up so he didn't. He didn't wave his hand, and that's why the dude that was celebrating was like, "Oh, maybe it's not over." So mm -hmm. he ran back in, and that's when Herb's like, "No, no, no, it's we're done, yeah, we're yeah. done," you know. So 
he he kind of just took for granted that it was over. Well, it was, but, but and it was, but the, what he didn't do was the he didn't give the official sign, right. you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But then when dude came running back over, he's like, no, 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 it's, it's <laughs> we're done, we're done. Yeah, and you know, Dominic's fight was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, that was you know, a good one. It was yeah. a pretty decent card. Um, you know, it was. We both watched the little like fighter information videos that they do following them around in their home and all that jazz. And they had followed Amanda around in her home because they just had a baby, her and her partner, right? They just had a baby. And we both, I just wanted to talk about it because it's funny. It is funny. Because she was carrying the the kid around and I guess who was it? The reporter was asking about mother motherhood and like being, being, being a mom. She goes, yeah, it's just like having a dog. Well, that, her partner <laughs> was saying that she's like, the thing with Amanda is she relates being a mother to a child. She relates it to raising her dogs. Mm-hmm. And Amanda's like, yeah, it's like having puppies. Yeah. It's, the, it, it's you gotta, funny. you I gotta, you know, funny. when you travel, you gotta make plans because they need to be, you know, they need to, uh, be, be, you got to let them out and they got to have food and water and right. and you need to protect them and so yeah it's that's what she had to so relate she, it to she, so. yeah so her kid is a puppy mm-hmm. which i love that because it's funny it's like the reverse of what yeah. people traditionally would right how would dare say, you like, compare your child yeah, to no, a dog no. people treat dogs like humans yeah you don't treat a human like a dog <laughs> so it's, it's pretty funny I she's think funny, funny. Yeah. and i appreciate it she's that. very um I don't want to. I don't want to say this. This is not meant to be anything derogatory, but she's simple. You know what I mean? She's yeah, not. She's down to earth. She doesn't complicate nothing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's what the appeal is with her. Yeah, yeah. Is she's just? She is who she is. She's the everyday. Yeah, she's not putting on some regular sort of pretend person. Yeah, persona. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, in the ring and then out of the ring, she's something different. She's is what she, she is. This is Amanda. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen a bunch of interviews with her, and, and I always laugh. Mm-hmm. about like when she's talking about things because she just she keeps everything like just mm-hmm. easy she's real you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 she's yeah. not trying to pretend that she's anything else than yeah i appreciate her she is yeah yeah so congrats to amanda yeah. so the the bonuses were um that car france got a performance bonus the guy that mm-hmm. should have been choked out like 17 different yeah, that times was and crazy won the knockout he got one, and another dude from a prelim, uh, Euros Medic, got a performance. And the fight of the night was actually the one that we were listening to, uh, coming home. Yeah. With the uh, the rugby bu- rugby guy and yeah, when he um, knocked the guy out. Yeah, it was yeah. uh, Z Z Zachukwa. Sure. Z- oh Zachukwa. yeah, yeah, yeah. That fun name. Yeah, Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Carlos. Yeah. Were the the fight of the night? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that one because well, we didn't watch it; we we listened to it. Yeah, but the, even you were saying you were like, "Wow, it sounds like this is a pretty exciting fight." Yeah, is what we're hearing, you know. Yeah, and I only because it was we were streaming it on your phone. I could see at the very end of it. And, yeah, uh, knocked him out, but it's it was one of those knockout and reboot yeah. situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like he knocked like, him out, but then as soon as he like hit the, hit ground, the ground, he was back up, up and, and he was like, "Whoa." Yeah. What the heck just happened? <laughs> Those are always crazy. 
Crazy. But anyway, but yeah, so Women's History Month, it's well, celebrating women. Yeah, and this week is actually Give me some uh, women in construction and women in the trades recognition. Um, I, I, I know Smart, my international, is a, a part of this. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's, I think it's a, just a general women in construction. I don't think it's just a smart international sheet metal thing, uh-huh. but um, they're pushing a hashtag smart women rocks. Hmm. Um, and there's like a whole boatload of virtual events happening this week. By the way, there's a virtual trivia on Thursday that we're signed up for, babe. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Thursday night. Okay. So, well, just remind me. Make plans. To make plans <laughs> to be here on Thursday. It's not like you got much going on, huh? Yeah, I got nothing going on. Besides besides your got school right now. a whole now. bunch of school and prepping yeah. to leave. Yeah. Again, I'm going to leave you. Yeah. Leaving you for a jet plane. Yeah, you're leaving on a jet plane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I already picked that as my song of the day, I think. Yeah, but I didn't. I've been holding on to one that you just reminded me. But anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, so you're recently... Uh, yeah, I've been holding off on making the official announcement until things were official, official, official. Officially, official. <laughs> I need to make sure that things yeah. are like signed, sealed, and delivered before yeah. I, I make announcements. But uh, I have been called back to the airlines. I was a flight attendant during the shutdown and got furloughed. And they uh, have called us back to our training. And I accepted of course, because I was born to fly. And I was, a, for those of you that are listening at home that aren't aware of this, I was a flight attendant for nine years with Continental Airlines many, many years ago. That was over, gosh, 12 years ago. And took some time off. And I was a flight attendant before and after 9 11. Um, and, you know, life happens. And I decided to pursue some other things in my life, and which I did. And I'm glad I did. And, uh, I always said that at some point, if I have the opportunity to go back, I'm going to go back. And it'll probably be later in my years, my golden years. I always said it would be my golden years. Mm-hmm. And then the opportunity came up a couple of years ago. Nick of time. Yeah. During the golden years. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was birthday. like, well, this is a little sooner than I expected to be going back. But, you know, the thing. Not. Yes. The thing yeah. with being a flight attendant. Um, it is not easy to get on with any airline as a flight attendant. Uh, it is very hard. So when the opportunity knocks, you answer. Yeah. And you have to answer immediately. And usually when they decide they want you, you're lucky if they give you two weeks to prepare. So um, that's just the name of the game. And because that's the lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. It's not a job. Uh, it. It does affect your entire well, sure. social network and and people around you and and everything um, they do for the process of getting you started is is all is almost uh, it's tied into the preparation to make sure you can handle what you're getting into yes. right so like the short notice on things and yes yeah yes exactly so get us a lot of stuff right now right type. right it's very militaristic when it comes to that kind of thing you know they own you you know and and you have to be ready in a moment's notice and um, for all kinds of things. So that's just kind of, it's kind of like a test (laughs) Mm -hmm. to see if you can handle it and if you can get through it. There's also 
aspects where it's hurry up and wait. Yes. Right? Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. We're going to notify you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then just you don't keep hear. an eye on your email. Yeah. And <laughs> you just wait and you wait and you wait. And then it's like, oh, we get need us you. all this stuff and yeah. we'll, we're going to get right back to you. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. 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 It's a. Uh, it's definitely some sort of game, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, but, you know, I've um, I've been itching to get back in the skies for a long time. And, you know, I've, I mean, you've heard me yeah. talk about it. And, and you've mentioned it over the course of the last few years. You know, why don't you just go back to flying? Like, oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And, uh, you know. Yeah, you got ready. I got ready. And the time is right, or I thought the time was right. Mm. <laughs> And I had gone back right before, well, right at the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I was a flight attendant here in SARS. <laughs> I was yeah. a flight attendant before and after 9-11. This won't be that big of a deal. Listen. Yeah, joke's on me. But you know what? It's all part of the it's all part of the, uh, the journey that we're on, right? Things happen. I, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if... <laughs> I always said, you know, things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm more like, I don't know. There, it, it's part of your story. Like I think things happen to us because it's part of our story. Yeah. Like I think our story m- is laid out for 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 the most part. Like I just know for me, like things have happened in my life that I I just knew. Like I just knew. It was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense, you know, I, I, I definitely have had, uh, have experienced deja vu a billion times mm-hmm. throughout my life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I just the, the familiarity that happens with unknown things, if like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like, my, yeah, it's that. Um, I want to get a little morbid right here, but with my brother passing, mm-hmm. you know, I, I talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big fear of mine. I knew he was going to die we, young. We talked about it on multiple occasions. Before we ever even knew he was sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has been years. It's ever since I've lived down yeah, here. I told we, you. We've like, talked about it quite a few times and yeah. over. And it sucked when it happened. And But at the same time, like, I just knew it. I just knew it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it, but yeah. There's been good things too. That there's some I, sort of um, premonition that yeah. that I think humans can tap into in yeah. some way. Uh, that if you're Brian, if, open my third eye. Yeah, if yeah. You, that third eye, and there's yeah. something to be said about that. It's just being in tune yeah. to your surroundings and to the people around you, and, and anticipating what could happen and what might happen, and um, you know, I don't know that that's necessarily some sort of voodoo magic. I think it's just truly just Written being... in the stars, right? Yeah, I think it's truly just being in tune to your, your universe. And, uh, and, I don't know, being able to analyze um, certain situations. And, you know, one of my besties, Melissa, doesn't believe that things happen for a reason. And that, you know, we, we've talked about this quite a bit. And I understand what she's saying that you know things happen because you make choices yeah and the outcome is directly related to the paths that you have decided to take so it's not like it just is up to fate what happens yeah. um 
so you know that you do have yeah. some sort of control over right but but what so like with like for your situation right now mm-hmm. like you things had to play out the way they're playing out like yeah. it's just to me like it's timing it had to be that timing way. had to be right the timing yes yeah well even even with what, what you've experienced like you started training mm-hmm. it got shut down because of because of the pandemic there was a lot of uncertainty even no one if and when the the airline industry would would recover bounce back mm-hmm. you know what, what were the changes that were going to take place in the meantime like that's why now is right because it was something that you had like you had to go through this when you went through it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if that makes sense like it was part of like it was time for you to get back last year but it wasn't mm-hmm. it was time for you to experience mm-hmm. getting back mm-hmm. and dip my toe in it make get, sure it's well, I really wanted to do it <laughs> well not only that so you're in school mm-hmm. right now that wouldn't have happened had you not mm-hmm. gotten sent home right you know what i mean so yeah like things had to happen the way they happened that's that's yeah. that's what i'm saying so right you know, right well the reason you know or whatever that we could even story. we could even talk about a little bit more of the weird stuff that happened uh with the airlines as far as calling me back is the week of the ice storm i was supposed to take that entrance exam i had been considering nursing because i wasn't sure about the airlines yeah. and nursing will always be there yeah um and I'm not, I'm not closing the door on that. You know, that's, yeah. it's just, you're still working forward, I'm still yeah. working forward towards it and, or at least getting my prereqs out of the way and all that jazz. But literally that was supposed to be the week I took the test and it got canceled. The yeah. very next Monday I got called back by the airlines Yeah, and I'm like, man, timing's everything in it. So, you it's know, about, I just, I, the stars. Shit's I just, just like, out. you know what? I fully believe things are laid out. I'm going to, I'm going to go back clearly. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, I just feel like that was just a sign. And I mean, it maybe it was the sign I was looking for. Yeah. You know, I, I was pretty bummed out that we got sent home from training. Yeah. And I probably wasn't as bummed out as a lot of the people in my training class, because I think I was the only one that expected it to happen. Cause I was the only one paying attention to what was going on with the pandemic. And I've, well, I've lived through some weird stuff that's happened with the well, airlines. You know, the, the flight industry too. And, yeah. and I know the yeah. industry, I know what they are going to be required to do, what they're going to have to do. And well, we also knew that you needed to not wait. You had to, you had to come up with a plan and, and move ahead. Right. And so, Right. Got right back to work when you came home. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't drag my feet on anything. That's for certain. Like, I I try to look ahead always. I always try to look at the big picture. I always try to look at the, you know, two-year plan, five-year plan, ten-year plan, what's going to happen. You know, I don't, I'm not going to wait until I'm deep into a hole to try to figure out where the rope is to pull me out. Like, yeah. I'm going to start building the bridge so I don't get into a hole, you know. Yeah. And I, you know, got lucky, and I was fortunate to have a olive branch to a job that I had had previously, and I jumped on jumped on it because I knew once, once people are able to get back to work, there, are, there will be no jobs, there, and it'll be very hard to find work, yeah. good paying work. And well, that's I, what that's what I I was I discussed that with you when you came home because you were getting unemployment 
and right. they had the the extra benefit, and yeah. so you're making yeah, some, I had, some I had, solid. Yeah, you had I some had solid money in money the bank in. that could have sustained me for a few months. Yeah, for sure. And but I was but, like, I, look, I, but that was going to run out. <laughs> yeah, people people were sitting on that mm-hmm. for sure, mm-hmm. and that's what I was like. Look, if you you could ride this unemployment out, but it's gonna that's going to run out before the airlines are back. Absolutely. And yeah, if you wait until the end of the unemployment I'm screwed you're you're going to be up against you're already up against a lot of people yeah uh, it, you're going to be up it, against even more yeah I would have had to been desperate and take a, a taken a desperate job just so I could make a um, a paycheck but you and know, and your unemployment got stopped yeah so. yeah then then all of a sudden there was an issue with my unemployment and it was in limbo I just mean like I eventually got like, it but but yeah it was in limbo for a, a well, while look, for a let's couple be months. honest and the only reason you got it is because of the job you had. Yeah, and there was a networking was a mm-hmm. connection. Somebody and, I knew, and I was yeah. able to reach out and had a use direct that. line. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's the only reason. Now, to speak on that, I would have eventually got it, but it would have taken longer because somebody else at my work that didn't use that lifeline, they eventually got theirs. Hmm. Um, so well, yeah, eventually, you know, eventually. But, but anyways, so yeah, I was fortunate to have been able to get back to work, and you know. Of course, I took that job. Well, you say knowing, fortunate, but well, I, hmm. I but I was, and yes, yes, you know, yes, I yes. I said, hey, you know, I'm furloughed from the airlines. They could call me back in a month. They could probably call me back in six months. It probably won't be for a good year, but when they call me back, it will happen very fast because that's just how they work. And yes. like, we'll be lucky if I can give you two weeks. So just know that, you know, I'll keep you. Well, I would just like to interject here about the the two week thing. Yeah. So that's a common. Uh, that's a common ideology mm-hmm. with people coming and going in the work uh, industry about giving a two-week notice. And it, that is such an old, outdated um, uh, practice. Practice, mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was I mean, bullshit it's a courtesy. from the start. But it's a courtesy because the, the thought behind giving a two-week notice is so that you can leave your company in good standing so you'll have a good referral, right? right. Have a good reference. And um, I don't know when the law was passed, but it w- it's been several years um, yeah. that that it is against the law for an employer to give any sort of personal reference. Now, all they can all, all they, they can do is verify employment. That's, that's it. it. That's all yeah. they can do is verify employment. So if anybody doesn't know that, that's all they can do legally is verify yeah. employment. Your, your references that you put that's are, right. your references are your references for them to call mm-hmm. to get a reference. Right. But your employer, all they can say is, yes, they worked here right. from this state to this state. Right. That's it. Yes. We laugh about this a lot with the two week I deal with this all the time I'll mm-hmm. talk to guys and try and get them in joining our union becoming sheet metal workers with the local and I get that a lot where they, they're like well I want to give my two week notice and because I don't want to burn a bridge right and it's like look man if you're getting laid off or you're getting fired they're not going to walk in and say hey Amy you're fired take the next two weeks to right. gather your things and find another job to go to so that you're okay when you leave here yeah um but as of today this is your two-week notice that you're going to be fired that's not how it works they come in and they hand you a check and they say get your shit and get out of here right and a lot of times especially in my industry the guys find out and i i prep them for this all the time i say listen 
The day you go and tell them you're giving them your two-week notice, they're going to say, just gather your shit and get out today. We don't need you. Mm-hmm. If you're leaving, leave. Yeah. So, like, it's this false sense of showing respect or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to get you some sort of a, a star on your helmet or some shit. And it doesn't. It doesn't mean shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a, it's a dumb, dated practice. It doesn't matter. And it what's especially crazy is when you're leaving and then you're expected to train your replacement. Your replacement. Mm-hmm. Like, we need you to stick around so you can train your replacement. Like yeah. that's we know it's not gonna benefit you because you need for the sake of this company. Yeah, but for us you need, you to, need to put stay. your personal mm-hmm. shit aside yeah. and stay here. Yeah. It's get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> When it's time to go, it's time to go, folks. Yeah, you got to do what's beneficial for you. And I'll say this. uh, The landscape, the working landscape has changed a lot. It continues to evolve and and change. And the millennials, uh, the older generations look down on them a lot and talk shit on them a lot. But I'll give this to the millennial generation is they're not about two-week notices and shit like that. They're about their time. Their Mm -hmm. time, they understand the importance of their time because they were probably raised by parents who didn't give them the time Mm -hmm. because they couldn't give them the time because they had to work or were forced into work or they were, you know, just so dedicated to their work that that it it stopped them from being dedicated to their family. Mm -hmm. And so now the millennial generation is like, screw you, man. 40-hour work week is... (laughs) Can I work 30? Yeah. You know, can we condense this more? Because I want more my time. I want to experience more. I don't want to burn myself I don't want to live life behind these factory walls or in this cubicle or whatever. Like, my life's outside of here, and I need time to spend on that. They're not buying houses. They're not, like, they're just, they're renting small apartments. They're not buying vehicles Mm -hmm. because they're putting that money into living life and traveling Mm -hmm. and and shit. And I, I see this a lot where I'm like, you know, how's this freaking college kid like traveling around the world? Like, how do you do that? Well, because that's how he's setting his, his life up mm-hmm. is, is to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So he's not, he's not fully committed to just working his job and, you know, buying a house that he can pay on till he's dead. And, you know, all his resources are going to go into that. And so, um, so yeah. So like when it comes to like a company trying to trying to exploit a worker they're having a much harder time with this younger generation because the younger generation doesn't give shit they're like look man i was looking for a job when i found this one Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i'll i'll find another one right well and that's i mean that's the reality that that was a temporary temporary job for me and i mean it's almost a year up front from Um, the beginning yeah and as soon as i knew that you know things were looking like they were going to be calling us back you know and I went back to being a blonde yeah, in my normal natural. hair. You know, that yeah. was that happened at the end of January because I can't have fun hair as a flight attendant. But, uh, you know, that was, hey, they're going to be calling us back. I know it's going to happen. It's probably going to happen in the spring. Yeah. You know, be prepared, be prepared, be prepared. And, um, you know, they called us back. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm willing to help you out for a little bit to try to get this new person trained. And But, you know, I, I have schoolwork that I've got to get ahead of before I go to training and I got some priorities of my own that I need to take care mm-hmm. of Personal before I, yep. before I leave and um you know this is what I can do and you know I guess that wasn't good enough so <laughs> yeah big so, boss man trying to play big boss man and 
and throw down a an ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, I got a got threatened a little bit, and, and somebody was trying to bully me a little bit, and it kind of took me by surprise. And um, I, you know, like I'm like, what in the actual hell? Yeah, does he think he's your, doing? Yeah, your your two week notice turned into a two day notice. Yeah, you left today. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's as soon as I got the email. Um, Mind you, that was two days after I had given them a an official written, which was a week document. after you gave them your my verbal verbal like, hey, listen, yes. I'm this is my this is when I'm leaving. Here's yes. my two weeks. Yes, you gave them that courtesy. Yes, and well, I've been talking about for almost a month, but yeah, and then yeah. you put and it in writing. Then officially. I officially put it in writing just because because that's you know I give a shit. And it even said you know. As per our discussion last week, mm-hmm. this is my formal letter mm-hmm. of resignation, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it was it was responded to with... You better yeah. stay to basically train your replacement, and you need to stay until basically a couple of days before I was supposed to leave yeah. um, for training. In order for you to leave on good terms with this company, mm-hmm. it would be in your best interest to stick around longer... Right, because that's what's beneficial to the company. And help this company because it's going to benefit us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And screw that, man. Threats don't fly with me. No. Um, No. And I mean... We're giving you a line in the sand, and you said, yeah, fuck that line. Here's a new line. Yeah, so I (laughs) had to make a stand. And, you know, you don't threaten me on my birthday. That's for damn sure. And I, out of, you know, like I said, out of all the people... That he thought that he could strong arm. I I should have been the very last person on his list. Like, of all the people. Like, he he knows who I am. He knows what you do for a living. He knows I'm a strong-willed female that's not going to be bullied and stands up for my employees and myself and the members. And and there's no way you were working class, pro-labor, pro-union, workers' rights husband is gonna like it, we were fighting yeah was, i'm like not you and i but no no yeah, no yeah. but we were going to battle for sure because yeah we were gearing up i'm like hey, i was not this gonna is not stand happening. for that shit either i'm like i you know out of all the things out of all the ways that he could have approached me to get a little bit extra help out of me yeah he decided to use a power trip to back me into a corner to threaten me to help Rather than, you know, hey, maybe if you wouldn't mind, maybe just come in for a couple hours on this date and this date. You don't have to work like a full shift or anything. Would you be able to just at least help out just a couple more hours? I probably would have said yes. Yeah. Probably would have said yes. And, but that wasn't presented in any way. No. He uh, decided to play big boss and, um, you know, he because he's super selfish um so that's always been clear but you know so i decided you know what i'm gonna go over right now and clean out my office and leave my keys we're done you're not even going to get the time that i wanted to give so good luck now of course i'm not a complete asshole and so i left notes for my replacement and and set them up yes and made sure sure i left everything you know a how-to guide and good luck yeah. you know and like like i had said most corporations have 
what they call a corporate trainer that goes around to their businesses that train new employees on how to do their job. So if, you know, you've got a new manager in, at the one location, your corporate trainer is probably going to come out and train that new manager on how to do their job. It is not up to the employee leaving to train their replacement. Right. That's um, that's out of a common courtesy if that employee leaving wants to do that. They are yeah. not required. But the reason why they expect it is because they don't have a clue on how to do any of, of the jobs um, except for going to Starbucks and hanging out. Yeah. So, you know. We're talking about um, corporations and and big bosses like puffing their chests out and and stomping on their, on their employees. There's a, there's a big push and we talked about this last week down in uh, Bessemer, Alabama mm-hmm. uh, with the, uh, the Amazon workers down there. Mm-hmm. And not only is this the Women in Construction Week, but this is there's also a national call to action for everyone in the country here to not use Amazon um, products. products or services. resource services mm-hmm. for this week. So starting today, like your Prime, you're buying stuff on buy, Amazon. Buy stuff, don't, like yeah, delivery yeah, services. Yep, like, yep, don't, don't use do it. it. Find alternatives for mm-hmm. this week in. Uh, in a show of solidarity with the workers trying to organize down there, yes, um, at the uh, the Bessemer warehouse, and I, t- I talked a little bit of the 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 fear that the or the the potential for bad mm-hmm. that could come mm-hmm. from this, but at the end of the day, I just want to make it clear that I I hope they do I hope they do voted in. I hope that the workers down there vote in a union. And then we just see what happens from there. But it could also launch a it could be a catalyst for other Yeah, other locations. It could yeah. spring a national movement. Mm-hmm. So um you know if you want to uh another thing that, that people talked about is just putting a Putting a sign in your window or your or in your yard or on your door saying that I stand with the workers, the Amazon workers in Alabama, mm-hmm. um, just to show your support. So when when delivery guys do come up and see, you know, in your neighborhood, they know they've got like, support. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow, look at this. These, yeah, they know they're not alone. This is happening in Alabama, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah, I got people here in Kentucky, right? That that are are in on it right right yeah so we're going to do our part and i mean we we actually started this week we haven't we're not buying or watching anything on prime or well this is yeah this is the week Mm -hmm. this is the week to do it national uh call to action so we watched a birthday movie yeah that was a really bad transition it's a terrible (laughs) transition but i have i have to get off of it because i'll ramble on about this shit for Yes, you, hours. Yeah, yeah you I had the ram- have. Yeah, you yeah. had the rambling going. Um, yeah. yeah, so don't buy from Amazon this week. <laughs> yeah, stay away from Amazon. And if you want to watch a movie, maybe watch on HBO or um, Showtime yeah, or plenty of other outlets, Apple. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. yes, we plenty watched The King's Speech on my birthday. Uh, it's been out since I think 2010. It's yeah. been out for a million years, and 
that's not a million years yeah. back. And I haven't seen it. I can't believe I haven't seen it. I just, uh, you know, whatever. Um, I'm like, well, it's my birthday. I get to pick what we watch. So I said, let's watch the King's Speech. I haven't I like seen it. that. And it's they won all kinds of awards. So, and I, I'm down with like royal history. I love that. It's kind of my guilty pleasure. And yeah, and I, I was like, he's not going to like this. He's going to be on his phone the whole time, but whatever. It's my birthday. We're going to watch it. <laughs> it's not really your thing. And you got sucked in. That was good. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I mean, I, I like movies. It was excellent. I like movies. It and was this excellent. was a good movie. Colin Firth was uh, the main character. He played King George. Prince well, Albert, Prince Albert. Yeah. but yes, but he changed his name, and George, yeah. that was uh, Queen Elizabeth's father, who had a speech impediment, um, had a real bad stutter, and worked with a speech therapist um, to overcome overcome that. And his most important speech he's ever given was the speech when Nazi Germany was invading England, and he, you know, had to give that big speech of solidarity with the country and that they were resistance and resistance exactly that they were not going to just stand by and let this happen and uh, it was a very very important speech and and he nailed it yeah (laughs) he nailed it and um well him and that therapist him and that therapist yes they they were lifelong friends after going through yeah the lionel yes yeah. yeah and who was played by Jeffrey Rush. Um, it was just a great cast. Casanova Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great cast, and it was excellent. I, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I know it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. It's worth watching, and it's part of history as well. And, and I'm sure that you know they yeah, glorified really some things here and there. But um, it was a, it was a really good, it was really good movie. Very good. Did, very good. Did a good job. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So I give that a five beam rating. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, give, give it that a five. Yeah, it's a five beam rating. Yes, absolutely. The writing was excellent. The acting was superb. And I mean, like I said, you know, it's hard for people who have speech impediments to get rid of their speech. How hard is it for you to give yourself a speech impediment, like Colin Firth had to do? Yeah, and right for that part. Yeah, 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 like that's that takes a lot of time. And yeah, yeah. It's there were some funny parts. Made me laugh. And I said, you know, there was a, that Justin Timberlake movie. I, I almost decided to watch that one. And I said, oh, I should make you watch Palmer. Um, but I said, I don't feel like crying. I don't want to cry. That movie's going to make me cry. And you said, well, how do you know this one's not going to make you cry? And wouldn't you know it, I cried as soon as it started. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, it just hit me in the feels. So, yeah. Yeah. So it just it's good. Very good. Well, you know, it's not, uh, it doesn't have five yet, but it does have four, and they're not beans, but they're lemons. <laughs> My lemon tree. I know, I can't believe it's not dead. My lemon tree. You gave it's me got so much shit on how much you thought I was neglecting the thing. Yeah, well, it I Turns ha- out... Uh, somebody had to remind you, have you watered your lemon tree? <gasps> no, it's been a few weeks. <laughs> I've taken care of it, though. Yeah, you've I've stepped taken, up. I've taken care of you've that thing. you stepped up, and now, now it's budding some little lemon drops. Yeah. yeah. You, it's got, you know like, it. It's got four that, I, that I've counted so far. Just in time for summer, so you can make some lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, what I'll do is I'll leave them on there too long, and then yeah, because I'll be afraid to pick them, and <laughs> if they even get, who knows? They, they they might not they might not blossom into anything huge, but I, they're definitely there. Oh there's, yeah, there's definitely one. Have for you looked sure at them today? Nope. I opened up the window just to make sure it was getting some, some sunlight, and yeah, they're they're growing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Boom! I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm pumped. I thought for sure. I'm, I thought for sure that thing had no chance as yeah. soon as it came home with me, but <laughs> lo and behold, there it is. Here we are. So yeah, when I get back from training, you'll probably have some full-on lemons. Yeah, maybe I'll make a lemon pie. Oh, there you go. Or something. That's Cindy's favorite. Or cookies or. Something. Something. Yeah. We'll make a lemon something. Yeah. Yeah. Turn some lemons into... Unless they're bad. They, maybe lemon they're, treats. Maybe they're really bad <laughs> lemons, but who knows. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, my lemon tree. You mean it now might I'm be a lemon of a lemon? Now, now, I'm, like, now <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens with those blueberry bushes that I got out by. Aren't those they things. dead? They gotta be, right? They gotta be dead. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Did you even cover them during the winter? Did you mulch them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they might survive. Yeah. They might survive. It'll be interesting. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens there. Oh, it'll be interesting. It's a work in progress. It is. I, You know, I paid no attention to them uh, throughout the summer because they were brand new, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, they ain't going to get nothing, and I got them late. And, but the but the one had like a second bloom, and uh, you got some berries. by the time them. I looked, the, the berries were all bad mm-hmm. because, they you know, they just dried out and stuff. They yeah. were on there too long, but... Yeah, because I never look. Because I'm like, ah, there's no way. I kept trying to figure out how to position them and where where I wanted them to be forever and mm-hmm. and all that shit. And just and then I was like, ah, I don't know. I think there's no hope here. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then I was out there cleaning up the yard in the in the beginning of the fall, and I happened to go over and look. It might even been when I was mulching them. Mm-hmm. I was putting mulch on them, and I was like, geez, there's berries all over this freaking thing that mm-hmm. I missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, I noticed my herb, my little herb garden in the front. Uh, the sage is still trying to pop through. Sage is resilient; wow. it keeps trying to pop through. And I don't know that the basil's going to come back. But um, what's the other one? Rosemary? Yeah, the rosemary. It's she's huge. staying strong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's standing strong. So even after the ice storm and everything, it's yeah doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, so yeah. I'm pretty pumped about the lemons. Keep yeah. you updated on that. But it's exciting. Yeah. Having little lemon babies. Yeah. <laughs> we got a plant in the house anyway. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we talked about some heavy things today and, you know, kind of a crazy day. But overall, um, well, things yeah, are you're looking gonna be up. Starting, and, yeah, you're going to be starting training soon. Mm-hmm. So we probably have like one more normal mm-hmm. episode yeah. in of person. This and then we'll have to we're gonna try probably to have do to some do from, from a distance. We, right. Long distance podcasting. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Well, it'll be good. It'll be a good conversation because we'll just be talking about because we'll <laughs> we haven't be catching, seen each we'll other be catching up. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, what'd you do this week? Sight <laughs> in class. What'd you do? <laughs> Partied. I've been partying. Yeah, I bet, mm. I bet you will. So yeah, well, I guess we could do song of the day. Yeah, I'll go. For, you usually go first. Yeah. I'm gonna go first. Go for it. Because I've been hanging on to this one for when you got back in the clouds. Mm. One of my earliest uh, bass riffs that I learned when I started getting comfortable playing a bass a long, long time ago was Jet City Woman by Queensryche.
history and just feminism in general, I'm going to go with a Billie Eilish tune, and I had to decide between two of them, but I'm just going to go with her big, her big, big hit, which is Bad Guy. White shirt, now red, my bloody nose sleeping, you're on your tippy toes creeping around like no one knows, think you're so criminal. On both my knees for you Don't say thank you Oh please I do what I want When I'm wanting to My soul so cynical So you're a tough guy Like you're really rough guy Just can't get enough guy Just always so puff guy I'm that bad type Make your mama sad type Make your girlfriend mad type Might seduce your dad type I'm the bad guy It's a good one. Makes me dance like this. Yeah. If y'all could see it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You'd you'd appreciate that yeah. dance. The moves. You got the moves like Jagger. <laughs> I got something, something. I got something, that's for sure. Yeah. All moves right. like someone having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's what I was going for. Yeah. I knew it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Well, it's time for some food. All right. No, not for me. Not yet. <laughs> I still got two hours. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Peace out. Later. <laughs>